0: Hello, my name is David McDermott. I'm a medical oncologist here in Boston at Beth Israel Deaconess Medical Center. I treat uh, both kidney cancer and melanoma. Um, In the kidney cancer field over the last six months, probably the biggest change here in the U.S. has been the FDA approval of PD-1 blockade with pembrolizumab in the adjuvant setting, and it's seeing an an increasing use in that setting. Um, Most of us are using it according to the the rules of the clinical trial, the Keynote 5.6.4 trial, meaning if patients are eligible for that, we're eligible for that study, we're at least having that discussion with potential patients in clinic. I think personally, I am advocating more for my patients' use in patients with higher risk, you know, um, patients with larger primary tumors, T3 tumors, higher grade Sarcomatoid histology, you know, based on the assumption that what is driving the benefits we see in that clinical trial at the moment is those patients who are at higher risk of recurrence, those with more aggressive disease. We obviously need to see more follow-up um, to make sure that assumption is correct. Um, you know, we saw some follow-up at GUASCO on that trial, the 30-month follow-up, and it, it the results were very consistent. With the ESMO presentation, still seeing an improvement in disease-free survival, still seeing a trend in overall survival. But one of the key questions is, will that survival advantage hold up over time? And then who do we use it in? Because as I mentioned, I also treat melanoma. We have the ability to use PD-1 blockade in all stage 3 melanoma patients right now in the U.S. based on the approvals, but we're less likely to use it in 3A patients based on a risk-benefit discussion with the patients where the risk of developing metastatic disease is much lower, the risk of long-term toxicity with PD-1 blockade is real. And so we're often shying away from 3A patients in melanoma, and it's possible we'll get there in kidney cancer as well. And that's, that's affecting how I recommend it, my melanoma experience, but I'm not sure every oncologist in the U.S. is, is doing it that way we're trying to rationally apply it we obviously need much better guidelines in the ideal we'd have better details on the clinical uh, characteristics of the people on that study who benefited who didn't but also as we move forward better biomarkers predictive of recurrence you know those those become much more important for us to develop you know better tests than just clinical criteria for who should get the therapy and who Shouldn't. I think we're also waiting for results of other trials in this space. Um, there are single agent PD1, PDL1 trials with, for example, with a um coming. Um, there's combination trials of PD1 and CTLA4 that those will possibly also add to our understanding of how to treat these patients and maybe add to the benefit. The hope would be that combination blockade would perform better than single-agent blockade in kidney cancer. But once again, going back to our melanoma experience, that didn't turn out to be the case in melanoma where where PD-1 CTLA-4 was not better than PD-1. So before using combinations in the adjuvant setting, we'll need to see the results of that uh, clinical trial. Another area that is hotly debated is what to do for good risk patients. Um, you know, those are the patients by IMDC criteria who have the best long term survival, particularly in the era where VEGF therapy was the standard of care. Um, and re- as it stands right now, there's no evidence on any of these uh, pivotal trials that overall survival is improved with PD1 based combinations compared to Sinitinib. So while many in, um, um, oncologists in the U.S. have moved to PD-1 based combinations for good risk patients, it's certainly uh, not wrong to offer single agent Sinitinib in the front line to good risk patients. I, you know, and I think particularly if that's the only alternative, that's certainly good enough as far as overall survival, as long as you're then able to follow that with PD-1 blockade. So I think the sequence of VEGF with Sutent followed by PD-1. At least at the moment, survival is equivalent to giving both of those approaches in the front line. We obviously need to wait, get more follow-up from those trials, but certainly single-agent VEGF blockade is, 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 a, is a, an appropriate choice for some patients uh, with metastatic kidney cancer. So I think those are some of the biggest things we're looking at, the biggest things we're, you know, debating when we get together as a group, and you know, we need more follow-up, but certainly our patients are living longer, and some of them with immune-based therapies are living longer in remission of their disease, which is exciting for them, um, and we hope to grow these numbers in the, in the future. So, it's glad to, glad to join you today, and, you know, we look forward to future updates at, at future meetings.